Hey, church family and serve team, how are you? I'm so excited to be here with you today. My name is Nate Lauder. For those of you who don't know, my wife Whitney and I are here in Guatemala with our Antigua and Guatemala City campuses. It is an honor to be with you today. Um, thank you, Pastor Zorlanica, for your heart for the one, for your heart for Guatemala, for your heart for Dallas, for your heart for beyond, for San Antonio and online. We're so grateful for you, grateful for this opportunity to get to share with you today. I was praying for you this morning, and as I was praying for you, I felt like the Lord brought me to this scripture in Ephesians, and I want to read it over you and just talk through it a little bit. And it's in my journal, and this is coming straight from my journal, and so it's really just some uh, time just gathering together to grow and to learn together. So it says this in Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. This is the Holy Spirit that we talk about each and every week. This is the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. He is a deposit guaranteeing the inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession. That's you. But then let's keep going because it gives practicality to what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. In verse 15, it says this, For this reason, ever since I heard about you, your faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you and remembering you in my prayers. And as I paused for a moment, I wanted us to remember that this is Paul saying, Hey, I'm giving thanks to you, for you, for your faith, for who you are. And I believe that God has called us to pray for the ones that we're leading, to pray for the ones in our lives, the ones that are easy to love and not not so easy to love, the family members that um, we haven't talked to in a while, those that we're praying for and saying, thank you, Father, for these ones in my life. But let's keep going. It says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And as I was praying, I felt like the Lord said, the spirit I'm talking about here is the same Holy Spirit that I was talking about in verse 13, the same Holy Spirit that is the deposit guaranteeing your inheritance and your salvation. And he's saying here that this spirit also gives you wisdom and revelation. And then it keeps going so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. I believe it's important for us to know the hope we are called to, but only through the Holy Spirit may we understand the fullness of the hope of the Lord and the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. The same power that lives within you is the same power that raised Christ from the dead. And we can say this, we can remember this, but how does this play out practically? Because Pastor Earl has shared a beautiful, beautiful message on looking for a leader, part one and part two. And and he spoke about this idea that one of the things that God is looking for in a leader is being empowered by the Spirit, being covered by the Spirit. And we also say in our creed every single week, we are empowered by the Spirit to be the church in the world and to live for the glory of God. But church, I fear that we say that on a Sunday and on a Monday we go out and we say, okay, I've got to be the church in the world. I've got to live for the glory of God. But we forget about the empowered by the Spirit part, the empowered by the Spirit. And that is the only way, that is the only option for us as Christians, for us as people who belong to Christ, the ones that have received this deposit for us to be able to be all that God has called us to. So as I was praying, as I was writing my journal, I wrote these down. What does it practically look like for us to be in need of the Holy Spirit? What does it practically look like when, for us to say, hey, God, I can't do this on my own. And so here's, here's the ones that I wrote down for you and for me. We as a team 
if we want to crush it in our lane, if we want to crush it in our role, in our responsibility, and do a good job, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to bring a, a strength instead of a drain to our team, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to live a life honoring each other on the team and not competing with each other, not looking for a way to get a leg up, not looking for a way to put others down so we can be glorified ourselves, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to live a selfless life, have marriages and friendships and co-working relationships that are healthy and encouraging and life-giving, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to stay in alignment with our pastors and with the vision of this house, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. And, and let me explain that one because if pastors or Alanika are full of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Spirit, and you're full of the same Holy Spirit, you're going to be in alignment with the vision because my guess is the Holy Spirit is going to be leading us in the same direction. If we want to protect unity, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to be a church this world has never seen, like Pastor Earl has expressed and dreamed about saying, hey, this is the vision that God has for this house, a church this world has never seen before, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. And that includes every one of us on serve team. If we want to raise up Christ-like leaders, if we want to go from um, the, them not being apart, them belonging and becoming and building with us in all that God has called them to, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to have all that God has called us to, to be and to do, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. If we want to be bold with our ideas, leading with courage, we better be full of the Holy Spirit. And the last one is this. If we want to be fully alive on Sunday instead of just attending a robotics class, instead of just going through the motions church, instead of just checkboxing everything that we're doing on a Sunday and getting the conversations done so that we can move on, then we better be full of the Holy Spirit. Let me put it one more way for you as I, as I was praying through this for you and for me. If you've ever thought to yourself, this is my chance to get credit, for my name to be known. This is my chance to, 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 to make an impact. This is, this is about me. If you've ever thought that before thinking, this is my chance to glorify the name of the Father, to put his name in lights, the reality is we need the Holy Spirit to guide us, to guard us, and to make sure that our posture and our motivation is correct. If you've ever thought to yourself, I know I say that Sundays are my favorite days, but then at the end of a Sunday, at the end of my conversations, I can't wait, I can't wait to have the last conversation to go get in my sweats. <laughs> and sweats are great. Sunday afternoons are awesome. The, 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 the Sunday afternoon lunch is amazing. And, and taking a nap Sunday afternoon is amazing. But if our posture is that, if our posture has become that, we better be full of the Holy Spirit, crying out for the Holy Spirit of the Lord God Almighty. Finally, if I've ever thought to myself, I know how to handle this situation, I've done it before. Instead of crying out and saying, God, every one of your sons and daughters are holy and your sons and daughters belong to you. God, lead me and guide me and help me pastor and love them in the way you have called me to. Not in the easy way, not in the checkbox way, not in the way that I thought I should, not in the way that makes sense in my mindset. I believe that we need to be full of the Holy Spirit that is empowering and enlightening our eyes so that we can move in all that God has called us to. And as Pastor Earl prayed this over us, that we would be full of the Holy Spirit in, in looking for a leader, part one, I believe that God is calling some of us out of hiding, out of the hiding of apathy, out of the hiding of our schedule, out of the hiding of our copies and connection, and into the fullness of the Holy Spirit so that we can understand and move in all that God has for us so that we can be a church body that operates with the fullness of the Holy Spirit, leading and guiding and never letting us go in the way of our own mentality and our own thought processes, but always submitting and surrendering to the Holy Spirit of the Lord God Almighty.
Church family, I love you. I am praying this over you. Serve team, I am praying an inflow of the Holy Spirit of your, in your life to empower you and to enlighten our eyes to see the hope that we have in Christ. Love you so much.